we are recording. Hi everyone and happy new year. And welcome to Varsity Switchboard for Lent 2021. <laughs> Christ, the year didn't even pass, I'm so tired. Hang on, hang on, compose. Welcome to Varsity Switchboard for Lent 2021. And we are your podcast producers for this term. Eliza's at home. I'm staying here in Cambridge. So we are here to give you Cambridge from home and Cambridge from Cambridge in a term where, sadly, everything has gone online. The beloved Mayball band Colonel Spanky's Love Ensemble putting it a lot better than we could. It really does feel like we ain't got no home. So we're hoping that amongst the Zoom fatigue, you can switch off and feel at home when you tune in to Switchboard. We're going to do our best to bring the Cambridge Prep queue to your listening ears. Hello and welcome to episode five of Switchboard. And this episode, we are bringing you something very special. We are giving you a refresh on the freshers. So this episode is for all of the current students who are a bit curious about how the freshers have managed with starting uni in an online term. It's for freshers who want to, you know, air their grievances or maybe celebrate how great of a time they've had. And also for offer holders to get an idea of what it's like starting uni during COVID. And I think we were both really kind of excited to hear all these different perspectives that, to be honest, were really positive. So anyone out there who's kind of struggling, we've got some great advice coming up for kind of next term and beyond in terms of making friends, online work and lots of stuff like that. And it's all from the freshers' wisdom, um, which I guess is forged by the fact that they were plunged into lockdown in March and had all of their A-levels disrupted, which is where our interviews pretty much all began. So here are the stories of how the freshers got here in the first place. Here's Elliot, who is a first-year linguist, with his experience of having A-levels cancelled last March and starting uni. Well, it was, it was, I'll admit, I was not the best at studying anyways, uh, back at GCSE, so the A-level news was 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 good for me. I was I was quite happy about that. And so the first few months of lockdown were I'll admit they didn't they didn't really change much. It just like the holiday had come sooner, not having to worry about the exams, um, work sort of teachers went from setting work and trying to keep us all ready for uni to sort of gradually giving up. Um and so we spent most of that latter half of that summer term just sort of everyone just at home doing what they wanted really. Um, I managed to keep in touch with friends. We couldn't really go out and do much, um, but you know, we still met for exercise. We still chatted. We still did the British classic of drinking in a park whenever we could. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it was all just sort of, everyone was waiting until results day because nobody really knew what was going on. We had the school saying, we can't do what's going to happen with the grades to, we don't know what's happening with the grades ourselves to eventually knowing about, you know, on results day, there were a lot of disappointed people. Um, I luckily ended up with quite a good set of grades from, from our uh, predicted because I'd worked hard where I needed to um, got better grades 
than I think I would have if I had exams, if I'm perfect. Uh, but then, yeah, getting that getting that Cambridge Often results day after being locked up for however many months was was pretty big news. My parents, the first thing they said was, um, are you sure you haven't got someone else's results? It was sort of surreal. Anyone will say, will agree with that. There are some people who are glad we didn't have to do exams. Some people who felt like almost the work they'd done was for nothing. I had friends who were disappointed. I had friends who were happy. It was just, we were all in the same boat, but that boat seemed to be going in different directions for different people. It sounds like Elliot had a really positive experience having his A-levels cancelled, and Amber and I were really interested in how representative that was. So we asked Ella, Kate and Eleanor, who are three of the freshers who were part of the Varsity Switchboard team, about their experiences. What was it like sitting pre-uni exams during COVID, kind of mid-pandemic, and having the uncertainty of coming into uni? What was that like for everyone? Yeah, I think I had kind of the classic... A-level experience that a lot of people had this summer where it was all cancelled kind of in a matter of days it was quite strange. Yeah it was the same kind of A-levels cancelled in about 24 hours and kind of everything. The idea is kind of how I mean there's no way there's no way of us knowing like how did that make you feel was there ever a point of like yay no exams but also ah like how did you feel through all of that? I think I personally didn't love it I think like I've spoken to some people who kind of were quite like pleased that the exams were cancelled and that was I mean I think everyone found it stressful waiting for results but I think they weren't as stressed about exams being cancelled but I was quite I think that left things very uncertain and I think that made the whole process of waiting such a long time a lot more stressful I mean to state the obvious but yeah. Yeah I felt similarly I think I was perhaps a little more in the camp of feeling kind of relieved when things were first cancelled because it just was some decision being made. But towards results day, for sure, it was quite anxiety-inducing. That was Kate and Ella's experiences of sitting the A-levels, or not really sitting the A-levels during COVID. And here's someone who had a really different experience. I'm Talia. I am a first-year English student at Fitzwilliam College and the female and non-binary executive on Fitzwilliam JCR. Did you take your A-levels last year or were you a, a gap year? I did a year at art school last year. So yes, I took my A-levels and last year I had disrupted uni education, but only like the last month, which is when we were working on like an individual project anyway. So it was mm. kind of fine. I'm sure you know a lot of people kind of struggled with the idea of doing A-levels in, in the middle of COVID and mm. just before uni and it was all a bit of a bit of a crazy time. Were you kind of relieved that you didn't have to do all that, that you were in a different setting? Yeah massively and and you know even even aside from the exams like there's so much growing up that gets done just in the in the discipline of it and and then having this big summer of freedom that's a whole like part of growing up that I think people have have found difficult kind of having having very little of like a transition and just suddenly being in this new environment and then and then having to like plug independence and all that stuff when you haven't really got the skills to necessarily do it yet just based off of life experience that normally would give that to you. And given that the freshers had had such a strange summer where they hadn't had their typical independence we were really interested in hearing once they'd got their offers just how excited they were to come to a Covid Cambridge. Here's Eleanor from the switchboard team. I remember feeling 
on one hand I was excited that it was like everything was confirmed and I'm 100% coming but at the same time I was I don't I didn't mean to be a pessimist about it but I think there's inevitably that I have friends who have gone to who'd done their first year before me since we're in the same age group and they told me about their freshers experiences and you know I think when you get into Cambridge the you're always like before you get in the first thing you think is like oh if I get in I'll never want anything again I'll be happy forever like this is I want this and it would be amazing and I'd be endlessly happy but you know human satisfaction doesn't work like that and then once you kind of realize what you're not getting in comparison to others then all of these more negative thoughts I was obviously still grateful but it was just a little bit jealousy inducing to know about what other years had had that we didn't have last term. I think there's definitely a sense of comparing a typical Cambridge experience with that of COVID, but most of the freshers were really positive about their experience in Michaelmas. Here's one anonymous clip that got sent in via Anchor FM. I imagine there'll be lots said in this podcast about how bad being a fresher has been this year, uh, what with the pandemic and everything. But the way I see it, it's been great. I got to be in Cambridge for a good eight weeks. I got to go to Mainsbury's a fair bit. Still got the dread of essay deadlines and having to catch up on lectures. Even got to go to the library once or twice. So yeah, pretty much got the quintessential Cambridge experience. Kate and Ella were keen to highlight that even though it is a Covid Cambridge, it's better than the alternative of taking a gap year and being stuck at home. So I suppose instead of that, I've tried to kind of frame it as if I wasn't doing it this year, if I wasn't at uni this year, what would I be doing? And I think uni is kind of better than the alternatives. I agree, like feeling quite lucky to kind of have things to do to make it feel like real life, even if the world is kind of on pause. I mean, the consensus for current offer holders seemed to be take up your offer, don't take a gap year. Here's Eleanor's view. I'd say definitely come. I think like even even our year as as Kate said, we were still, it's better to do school and like get a year's worth of school than to do nothing when there's nothing else going on. I think that's, I think it's better that they come. And also it's going to be so much better when they come, like given the vaccine rollout, I don't know if it's going to be completely gone by then, but they will have opportunities to do things that we weren't able to, or at least kind of how it was at the beginning of the term where spoons was kind of open they would get that and that's honestly not that bad like maybe in comparison to normal times it seems that bad but you can definitely make the most of it I think. Yeah I'm completely with Eleanor on that sort of idea of rather than assessing how your experience is going to compare with maybe older siblings or people who've been in the last few years to uni I think just consider uni is one option this year another option might be waiting it out and trying to travel or getting a job at tesco whatever it is i think it's just assessing your options in the present and if that's coming to cambridge that's a really great option and one that i think most of the freshers this year would really recommend because you kind of find a way around it provided you come in with realistic expectations which I think most people do, then it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, I'd agree with everything that's been said. I think obviously, like, we don't know what the situation is going to look like in October. Hopefully it'll be better. And I think everyone, like, hopes it will be. But 
I think, yeah, I think, like, obviously everyone, wishes, like, hopes it would have been different, but ultimately I think you can make the best of any situation, and I think it is better to just kind of come and, because it's not going to be any better at home. <laughs> I mean, you know, if it's so, if it's so bad that coming to uni won't be, you know, like as great as if you'd started in 2018 before like no one was even thinking of a pandemic it's not gonna it's probably not gonna be that much nicer waiting at home for things to settle down and I'd say like one of the benefits of coming to uni even if there's restrictions and even if you can't do things as many things is it just you're doing something which I think in in like a pandemic when you're kind of a like a student in limbo is actually like in itself really exciting. <laughs> Elliot seemed to agree, particularly given that current offer holders and this year's freshers had had such a strange experience over the last couple of years. A fair point to make is the fact that for us, for our year, this is almost new normal now. Mm. We, we, we've come to Cambridge only knowing Covid and we've ended school only knowing Covid. You know, we had we didn't have our A-levels, we now don't have activities and stuff and for us it's sort of, I think, I think that's that's been a part of it is just everyone sort of working from the same ground of this is how we live now and we're 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 trying to stick with that. Moving on from expectation to reality, here's Amber chatting with Talia. How did you actually find your your first term in a bit of a weird Cambridge that's not meant to be? Did you have a freshers week? What was that kind of like? We we did not have a freshers week. I will not I will not credit it with that. The the JCR did the absolute best they could, and you know that that's not a, that's not that's not an act towards them. It's an act towards COVID. Like the only thing that actually really went off was that um the chaplain had chaplain's drinks on the lawn, and you you know that was that was really fun because <laughs> you could have more people because it was outside, and you could all just like get a bit tipsy in the daylight. So that that was the only event where like I actually met people. Other than that, I only met people in, in like the JCR room, like the common room, playing pool and stuff. So I did meet people in first term, but yeah, it was in these very specific spaces. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, that's like a kind of a different experience than other years. The switchboard freshers highlighted that as well as these not being typical freshers week, there was also quite a lot of variation between colleges, sometimes as like pragmatic is just what the JCR were able to organize. We didn't really have much going on in terms of events. I know other colleges maybe had actual events going on, but we're quite a big college. And also I don't think really there was a way to organize it or maybe, you know, it was hard to organize it. Thankfully our freshers rep was really good at organizing things. And she had kind of the challenge of having to organize not just freshers week, but pre-freshers week because the first years all moved in really early, sort of end of September. So I think that all helped to settle down a bit. I didn't actually end up, I couldn't come to freshers week because I had to isolate. (laughs) So um, like my stepmom got COVID, so we were isolating like literally for the week of freshers so I arrived a week later than everyone else in my college so I can't actually speak to freshers week but from what I heard (laughs) there weren't like my college didn't really run many events either and it wasn't really as much like a lot they didn't really kind of facilitate a lot of meeting each other other people but I think that's not really like a fault of any rep I think it was just kind of I think everyone like they they arranged like loads of online events and things that people could do and get involved in I think it was just it's very difficult to like create organic kind of connections and stuff when everything is so like 
unusual. But Elliot felt like the college experience was really central to the fact that he was able to have at least some socialising this term. Where people were able to sort of interact with one another in college or and things like that, just small groups, I think that was quite important for everyone's sort of mental health and for everyone getting into things was being able to sort of have a drink or two we'll use that phrase um and being able to do that sort of social stuff that we've been because we can't go to fairs we can't go like cindy's is now dead and we'll never get that experience but things like where people were able to find opportunities to try and make up for that lack of like a nightlife i think was very important for the first term so i mean contrasting your experience with a levels in summer i mean have you been able to socialise more freely in Cambridge than you had been like over the summer? I think to a, to a degree, yes, especially when things like eat out to help out were a thing. And when, you know, when, when restaurants and stuff were open, I think it was much better for that before this, before the, before the lockdown, when, when people in Cambridge, when you had restaurants and stuff that were open and when the spoons was open and you could sort of go, to some places that was that was a lot more free than it was in summer just because as well as part of the freshers experience you've got more people to talk to you've got more groups to sort of just randomly latch on to um i think as well the sort of i think the college experience was was good for that as well in terms of the fact that you know you're living side by side with your friends and that can make it a lot easier to sort of meet in someone's room and like chill out like that was I do think to that degree because you've got everything on site because everyone's in colleges because you're sort of living with the people that your life is now with and who are at the same stage of their life as you are I think that did make it a lot more able to socialize and a lot better for sort of fostering some kind of friendships and stuff but the freshers were also placed into these really artificial households when they arrived. Here's Kate's experience. I was quite lucky that I got put in one of the larger freshers accommodations. So I suppose that kind of increases your chances of making friends. And thankfully, I think everyone came in with a similar mindset about let's make the most of this situation, although it could be a bit harder than other years. It's been I think it's just worked quite well the way we've had it. We've Most people kind of live with at least one other person from their subjects. So I don't personally, but I think that's helped a lot of people who do. Amber was keen to ask Talia the same thing. What about your kind of household? Like, how did you find... Because obviously who you're on a floor with is kind of mm-hmm. like, doesn't really matter that much. But this year it was so much more of a big deal. How did you find it? Well, I think the interesting thing is everybody says that barring a couple of people, everyone in first year seems to really like their household. So I think that that thing of being forced to interact with people more and being forced to almost like them means that you do. I think we're more tolerant of the people in our household and we make more effort with them because, because with things like isolation and stuff, like there's just more onus placed on them. Even if, so for example, my household didn't go into isolation, but there was a point when a lot of people were, and it was your main social, you know, connection. And then there's there's other people who don't feel comfortable because of COVID and stuff going outside of the household very much. And again, that puts another onus on the household. So 
I think that that is an, I think that's an interesting thing. I think it's quite interesting psychologically that people have then liked their households because of that. I think there's something to be said in a positive light because of that. Elliot had a really positive experience with his household, but he was keen to highlight that this may have been atypical. Well, luck, luckily, again, I, I, I will say to everyone, I really lucked out with my household. Uh, it meant like, so so the way we've got Robinson, we've got the staircases like a lot of places do. And they seemed to be quite good about you. There, there's only one person I know in the entire of Robinson who's the only fresher in their household. Most other people like me, I'm on. I, I've, I've got a value room. I will say that that is one of the best things, one of the best choices I made, not only from the price point of view, but also because I'm now sharing a flat with two other freshers who are class guys. One of them cooks for me most nights. Uh, shout out Justin Cronk. I know he wants to become known as a V-knock. Ding! Like, editor's note for all of the offer holders slash confused freshers, a V-knock is a big name on campus. Literally, just in case, just in case there's confusion. <laughs> I had no idea what a binocle was for a while. Shout out. I want to know who Justin is now. Yeah, me too. Maybe we'll see him <laughs> in the tab. <laughs> Top binocle list. Anyway, back to Elliot. So my, my household experience was very positive. You know, having been forced to short, sort of interact with those people. Um, and then Belas, we've got some more freshers and then some second years below that. Like every, I don't know if it's just Robinson as a college. I can only speak from my experience, but um it's be the, the household system was very positive especially given that we did get COVID. Mo i think something like five of our household tested positive in one week so we were all locked up for two weeks but luckily we still had some level of interaction in terms of we're, we're locked up which was which was really good i think i the people who are, are in households with like second and third years i do feel for because i think there's obviously an important part of it is being with people your own level and I mean obviously that kind of those relationships are formed by literally as you said like in a really weird way because this is so not reflective of normal years it is a legality to it is it kind of like okay these are the people that I'm with and that's shown more than anything with if there is a COVID outbreak if there's an isolation so I mean the, the million dollar question for 2020 did you get COVID? Did you have to isolate kind of, and what was your experience doing that within the first like three months in a new place? I did get COVID. It was sort of, we lasted out October and then my accommodation kind of got COVID, which coincided with lockdown two, which in a way was quite fortunate because Firstly, the 21 of us in our building and we all had to lock down. So I think you had much less feeling of missing out because we were all locked down. And that coinciding with national lockdown, so everything being closed in the town and things, made it perhaps a bit easier. But we did have kind of an unfortunate predicament where because of some really obscure laws and the fact that my accommodation is on the opposite side of the river cam from the rest of the college we had no access to any outdoor space at all for 14 days which is quite difficult I think that was the biggest challenge for everyone really. That was Kate and Ellen's experiences of their households getting Covid and it seemed that those households and support systems were really important with workload as well last Michaelmas. Here's Elliot's experience. But the thing I hadn't expected from Cambridge was that 
it didn't feel as cutthroat as I thought it would when I came here. So my, my, my supervision mates are all excellent in terms of if you don't know what's going on, they will, they'll, they'll give a boost. They'll, they'll say, this is what you need to do because a lot of them are very good at the sciencey stuff. I'm better at the sort of social linguistic side and then speaking to my DOS and stuff. And they were very good about like Cambridge is a lot. We are in a pandemic. It's all right. If you need to, take a step back which is what they've reiterated this term which I think has been it was it was a surprise that they were as accepting as they were and sort of it was a surprise that it doesn't feel as sort of you need to be producing brilliant work every single day or else you're not, you don't belong here it's been quite it's been it's been much more sort of good in that respect and I think that will be good for a lot of people coming in or who are thinking about applying to Cambridge is the fact that yes it's Cambridge it's the name it's it's there it's like you know top rankings in the country but at the same time they are trying to make you the best student the best researcher the best future expert in your subject and they're very good at doing that and at sort of providing for that and like giving you room to work but Kate and Ella highlighted that the realities of an online term meant that handling that work was quite different I think I have got lucky with living with people who are fairly balanced because definitely I also have felt like it's a blessing and a curse because you can, if you have work, you can find potentially more time than you would have been able to in a normal term to do it. But at the same time, then there are no boundaries in terms of switching off. So thankfully the people I live with are quite balanced and we would just sort of, stop work about 10 p.m and play cards or something like that but definitely that was just a good look at living with them yeah I think I felt quite lucky last term doing classics because I'm doing intensive Greek which was intensive but it kind of meant that I did get some in-person teaching like comparative to like a lot of other courses and I had kind of like a reason to kind of get my day started and get out of bed even if it was for a 9 a.m Greek class but that kind of, I think, definitely created like a sense of normalcy and structure to getting the work done. But also like having kind of similar to Kate, like a structure in my household of like we would work during the day and then in the evening, like hang out or eat meals together or something, which kind of just made it socially like, it, yeah, kind of a bit of a re like relaxing. I think I did find like during the term, both last term and then, yeah, but this term is that I think it's the kind of place and the amount of work that kind of only really works when you have lots of things happening all at once and you kind of have to just keep going from one thing to the next thing and it's tiring but you're kind of constantly work like you're kind of constantly doing something so there's a reason whereas I think when you have 15 hours in a day and you could easily fill it with 15 hours of work it's quite like I guess the mental idea of like oh I could actually technically work all day on this and I but you probably wouldn't in any normal time I guess. Talia highlighted that the freshers did still have that typical Cambridge experience of getting used to such an intense workload. Well, what I would say is I split first term into two halves because in the first four weeks, I was really just like trying to like kind of get through the day, get out of bed at a reasonable time, like actually go to the library, try and handle an essay. Like it was much more like just kind of kind of getting used to it. The, the second half was where I was more like on my feet and like actually able to enjoy aspects of the workload. And it is like, it is a big workload. I also didn't do any pre-reading because I was kind of just like, 
I don't need to do pre-reading. Like that's like a myth. Um, but it's not really a myth. Like it does actually massively help you to do pre-reading because I've done that for this term and it's just like comparatively a breeze. So now moving away from Michaelmas of 2020 and looking forward to an online Lent 2021. These freshers provide quite a bit of decent wisdom about surviving an online term and making friends wherever you can during this pandemic. Yeah, they're, they're wise beyond their years, honestly. But that wisdom didn't stop them from making the most of new technology. We spoke to Ollie and Avesta, who run the infamous Cambridge Freshers Instagram page. I felt so old in that interview. Oh my God, yes, same. As a second year, like the Freshers' use of group chats is quite fascinating, really, because our year groups kind of, we had these massive group chats that would be very admin-based questions, like have people got their, like room bill or something like that but it seems that your year group were really connecting on these group chats like how was that working and why do you think it was so important i suppose especially during lockdown you know our whole world sort of just stopped i felt like maybe you know making more group chats specifically to your course in college where you know it was a better way for people to start meeting each other online during the you know the last you know six months that we had before starting uni um, and I think the attraction, you know, started from there, but, you know, the chance for people to meet each other, you know, doing the same course and being in the same college. Um, and yeah, I think it sort of went from there. Yeah, I mean, I guess we were all just pretty bored. And, you know, as with everything that went online with lockdown, just sort of socialised and did as well. No, completely. And I think when you, how did that kind of come about when you arrived in Michaelmas? Like, what did it feel like getting to uni and already kind of knowing each other and knowing there was a community in the city you could kind of turn to it was a bit oh, of a, um, so nice. <laughs> yeah it was a bit of a unique situation for me because obviously like you know when you traditionally think of going and starting uni you're you know kind of a little fish in a big pond like you're by yourself you have to go and make all these connections but it was crazy I remember moving in and I was obviously going you know it was rule of six back then so I was just going to meet up with everyone I've been chatting to throughout the summer it was really odd to sort of have this friend group as soon as I got there. We asked all of the freshers for advice for current offer holders and they actually really emphasised how positive group chats had been and recommended that you guys do the same. Obviously people got their offers for Cambridge like two three weeks ago and we can kind of like fingers crossed we can hope that when they come in things will be a little bit more normal that things will kind of go a little bit more if you had kind of one one piece of advice to give next year's offer holders for, for their fresher year in case there are still are restrictions that kind of thing what would it be this is not something that i did or that i would necessarily have felt comfortable to do but i know that anyone who engaged with people online prior to coming they have made those friendships last and they have made those connections last and that's given them a really good standing point upon arrival. So it was never something I was interested in. I don't really like social media. I find it very difficult to portray myself in like an accurate way online, even just in like messaging and stuff. I just, I just find that quite difficult. So I think that that has massively benefited people though, just to, establish some connections prior to coming because it, it can be so restrictive in person that, that that is obviously a benefit if you've managed to do that. And thankfully Avesta and Ollie highlighted that the Cambridge Freshers Instagram page is now open for current offer holders and that they're both also doing a lot to make it a really positive experience for those arriving in 2021. 
Um, so like, I mean, in regards to the future of the page, we're sort of um, turning this page into a 2021 freshers um, page. So we're sort of, you know, carrying on the chance for people to meet each other online, um, which I think is even more important now for the year below us. Um, so that's the sort of thing that we're carrying on. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's interesting because obviously we're still posting profiles, doing the sort of approach that we did last year. I mean, I hope they get to do more in-person stuff than obviously we did. I mean, you know, a lot of this, I mean, our year, year below, year above, everyone's sort of facing different uncertainties. I mean, I feel like I'm going to try and make at least a year below feel as welcome as possible because um, I'm one of the preps for Queens, which has been quite quite funny in its own right. So I'm, I'm really hoping I get to put on at least a decent freshers week, if not a refreshers week for our year. Yeah, 100%. I think the main focus for us right now is just take the young gear and get us to feel more comfortable about the situation because, you know, we've, we've you know, sort of been there, done that. We understand how they feel and this uncertainty, especially like around A-levels and even getting into Cambridge. Like, we know how they feel. So I think we, we're, we're sort of more well-equipped um, to sort of give them advice, comfort them through the page and, you know, make them feel more better about the situation and that they're not alone and that, you know, other people, you know, not understand how they feel um, during this uncertain time. That was Avesta and Ollie from the Cambridge Freshers Instagram page. And I think they're certainly right to say that the Freshers are really well equipped to advise us all for an online term. We want to leave you with a snippet from Elliot's interview, which is relevant for any Cambridge student and also relevant for any offer holder. That just means the best anyone can ask for is if you can keep getting through it and if you can keep fighting through the sort of struggles of lockdown and through the struggles that come with Cambridge anyways, because it's such like high expectations. If you're getting through it, you're doing brilliantly and you don't need to hold yourself to any higher standard than just getting by. And I think that's something really important for people to remember. It was so lovely to hear such uplifting words from all of the freshers. I don't know about you, but I was definitely more worried for them than I was for myself until I realised that they could make the best out of nothing um, because they didn't really know what they were missing. Thank you to everyone who contacted us through social media. Um, hearing Freshers kind of telling their stories really helped us decide on the themes for this week's episode. It was all really helpful. So for any episodes in the future, if you want to give some insight into your experience, we'd really love to hear from you on Instagram and Facebook. And it was also really lovely to actually hear freshers voices and to kind of take on their wisdom of making new connections by hopping on the phone with them and getting an interview so I guess if anyone wants to be interviewed this is a pretty open invitation (laughs) if you're interested in other groups that you can get involved with in Cambridge or a way to get in touch with other people last week we actually spoke about different arts projects that are running that you can really easily get involved with to meet new people And speaking of this online world we all live in, next week we're going to be talking about all of the confessions pages we all love so much, from Camfest to Worldbridge to Queerbridge, and hear what they mean to people in everyday life, COVID or no. So be sure to stay in touch with us on social media and let us know your thoughts. But now on to our track of the week. This week, to finish off Varsity Switchboard, we are playing you a song by Running Standard, which has just been released this week. It is hot off the press and part of a series of singles and EPs which are being released by them this term. Matt Haygarth is a second year music student at St. Cat's who leads Running Standard. 
And this track is a collaboration mostly between him and his brother Angus. This song is part of the EP Monologues, which they have just released. It's called Marxist Tendencies by Running Standard. At 19 you decided you would become a capitalist Disillusioned with the prospect of growing old Only to find that all your closest friends had left And the ones that stayed behind they were not Sold on the concept of your newfound moral compass Which prohibited you from taking drugs Now from time to time you Find yourself wondering if life really better, better when you are sober, so now you know. I think I've done something terrible. Of all the price you've come for, says not to worry about the law, but you hardly regard you think. At the time, I did not stop to think about any of the things that had been troubling me of late. I met a girl who said she was vegan only apart from on the weekends and when her lover was round. Oh, what a clown, you said you despised the time you took your friend to surgery because of his trouble there. Only to find it was excessive drinking And his staying up all night banking The worst to blame Being not much better No, you're really not much better yourself I think I've done something terrible Of all my friends who've come Worry about the law, but you hardly think of Disillusioned with the prospect of growing old 